0: The Perfect Pair, discussing everything food, wines, and spirits. I'm Chris, resident F&B professional.
1: And I'm Alex, wine enthusiast. Together, we are the perfect pair all in its own.
0: Hey, and welcome back for another episode of The Perfect Pair. This week, we are talking all about Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio is a pinkish grape mutation of Pinot Noir. It is famously known for its zesty white wines, but can also be used in rosé. Look to northern Italy, Oregon, and Alizé for benchmarks examples. No mention of France, Alex. The Pinot Grigio grape traced back to the Middle Ages, where it is known Fomento. Pinot Grigio is as well as its sister grape Pinot Noir spread from Burgundy to Switzerland in the 1300s and soon after developed the name Circabat. After many years in 1711 the grape became wild and rediscovered in Germany by Johann Serg Ruhlin. He made these vines into the modern Pinot Grigio and at the time named Rulinder. Popularity of the wine dropped off in the 18th and 19th century due to poor crop seasons, but invigorated in popularity in 2005. Interesting fact, the Pinot Grigio grape was the favorite of Emperor Charles IV, who had vine cuttings imported to Hungary by Caesarian monks. The brothers planted these vines bordering Lake Balaton in 1375. These monks are why the grape was named Sirgabat, meaning Grey Monk, in the 1300s. A common misconception about Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris is that the only difference... What? Between
1: the two.
0: A common misconception is that Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris are two different wines. However, the only difference between the two is that one is from Italy and the other is from... Ugh, no. Say it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And It's from where? It's from France. Thank you. But this is not true. They're not two different grapes. Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris are identical in the sense that they are made from the same grape. But there is a big difference in the style of wine produced. Pinot Grigio is typically from the Alizé region of France and is more sweeter while pinot grigio is from italy will be lighter and more crisp well i prefer them from italy i don't so the french still failed at that
1: i to would me. have to try a french pinot grigio to like say oh italy makes the better pinot grigio because as far as i, I know feel
0: like you still ain't gonna say it's italy because you're a hater
1: is a strong
0: word
1: I just like what you're, I like.
0: Okay, you're biased. Okay, is that I like a better that. Better word. You're that biased.
1: Is, I am biased.
0: So, which can also be translated as discriminatory.
1: I'm not too, but we won't get into that today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. So, three types of pinot grigio. This style of pinot grigio pairs well with things like mussels. What style is that? Okay, so the first style of Pinot Grisio (laughs) is the (laughs) dry and minerally, right? That's the first type. The second type is the dry and fruity, and the third type is the sweet and fruity. Now, the dry and minerally... This style of Pinot Grigio pairs well with things like mussels, french fries, and hot summer days. For many, this quintessential Pinot Grigio is loved for its simplicity, citrus notes, and somewhat salient quality. For lean and dry Pinot Grigio, check out the wine regions with cooler climate. Here are some great places to start. You can try Italy, Look for wines labeled as Pinot Grigio from the cooler climates, including Alto Adige, Trentino, and Frulli, Venezia, Guela. No, a little bit Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Then go to Germany. It's common to find wines labeled as Gunder and look into regions like Pfalz, Rheinhessen, and Ringau. Mm -hmm. In Austria... T- try tiny plantings in Austria can be found from parts of the Bergenland and the Stamach. Boy, I hope them Austrians are listening because I know I'm pronouncing all this wrong. It's, it'll be labeled as Pinot Gris or Grabenger. And in Canada, this country shows a great potential with wines from the Okungan and Ontario regions. So I can see
0: why... I probably like the Italian ones because dry and minerally, that's me. I love mussels, I love french fries, I love hot summer days. So that's my whole vibe. But let me jump in at dry and fruity. So a dry and fruity Pinot Grigio. Wine makers often choose the word Pinot Grigio to describe a more fruit-driven style of this variety. Expect flavors of lemon, yellow apple, and white peach with a slightly richer, more oilier texture. Besides just the fruit aromas, the wine has less intense acidity and more of an oily textured mouthfeel. This is because winemakers often add a special bacteria after the alcohol fermentation converts sharp tasting acids. This converts sharp tasting acids to smooth tasting ones in a process called malolactic fermentation. Oh, I feel like I pronounced that right. With rifer fruit aromas, you can expect to find this style from wine regions with warmer climates. So the United States great options include California, Oregon, Washington State. By the way, Pinot Gris in Oregon is the second most important wine grape. Oceania, both Australia and New Zealand have sizable plantings of Pinot Gris, offered in a more fruity style. Sorry. (laughs) Other places include South Africa and Argentina. Often Pinot Gris will be richer and fruitier from these places y'all see you know france mentioned the dry and fruity and alex and start playing with the mix
1: <laughs> no i just that was a mistake that was me bad my bad um uh-uh. so the final type the sweet and fruity this is what i want to get into Mm-mm. yeah if i'm gonna drink white it might as well be sweet so the most famous sweet pinot gris from alice france For centuries, Alassay attempted to recreate the intensely sweet white white wine called Toki. Drunk by kings, it was drunk by kings in Transylvania and the Ottoman Empire, now Hungary. In fact, up until 2007, Alassay could use the words, Toki de Alassay on their bottles of Pinot Gris. Today, oh, well, I've
0: drank that before. Okay. I didn't realize it was supposed to be Pinot Gris.
1: Really? I got to try it. So today, Alice is one is one, is one. of the only regions in the world making a sweet style of Pinot Gris with flavors of sweet lemon candy, honeycomb, and honey crisp apples. Ooh, Winemakers apply very advanced winemaking techniques to increase the mouthfeel texture and use late harvest and noble rot grapes to maximize the flavor potential. In Alsace, here's what to look for in the label. So you need a Grand Cru. I love a Grand Cru. There are 51 Grand Cru vineyards in in Alsace with which offer bolder styles of Pinot Gris. Vendage Tardives. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. This means late (laughs) harvest (laughs) and means grapes were harvested late, which increases sweetness levels. Then you have the Selection des Grains Noblesse. I know I'm not pronouncing the French is not my thing. I just like the wine. This basically means our best ever. And it's very and it's a very rare style of Alsatian pinot gris, which uses grapes selected with noble rot. Okay.
0: You love the French so much, you won't even learn their language.
1: I got to though soon.
0: A mix right up. So. Pinot gris or pinot grigio, whatever you're feeling, works excellently with white meats and seafood, particularly in meals that include a fruit element such as lemons, oranges, peaches, or apricots. For a comfort food option, pair with chicken or tuna salad sandwich. So you just chilling. You need something quick because you have to draw the bottle, some tuna salad sandwich or a chicken salad sandwich would be a nice comfort food pairing. But, but this week, my perfect pair is going to be ceviche. Not only because I mm-hmm. miss seafood so much, but I love freaking ceviche. Like, every time I go to ooh, sushi place out west next to Starbucks. Social house. <laughs> every time I go to social house, I get their Pinot Grigio with the ceviche or with that crap tatar. Yeah.
1: I've actually never had a ceviche. Ceviche.
0: I'm actually very tired of you.
1: Why? <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were around the place eating gator, but you never had ceviche? Because
1: gator tastes good. I, I, the ceviche
0: I- is basically kunk salad. Just switch out kunk so just- for fish.
1: So,
0: like a scallop salad. Scallop is a shellfish. I mean, fish fish.
1: Oh, I'm never But I guess
0: you could call it a scallop ceviche, Alex. But I'm sure that you've had some variation of it. Oh, well, I guess it does count because they'll do like ceviche with shrimp. Yeah,
1: so scallop salad.
0: I just love me some raw seafood tossed around in lots of lime and vegetables.
1: So, conch salad.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's the bohemian thing. You could do it with Kong Salad. So uh, now we got to see if it compares to the Sauvignon Blanc because we use like the Sauvignon Blanc tastes like yeah. it could go with kung Salad. But is this going to complement it oh, or? We'll it. Yeah, that's what we need to find out. But who's our first wine of the day, Alexi?
1: Our first wine for Pinot Gris is the Cabot. And I have a feeling that we did the cabbage with Pinot Noir as well. We didn't did, do any cabbage. I think
0: this is our first time having cabbage.
1: Okay, okay, that's good. But Cabot, okay. Let me
0: let me double check my notes. But While you do that,
1: <laughs> let me go through it. So the cost yes. of hair for me was $18. And I got it from 700 Wines and Spir- Spirits. And my vintage was 2020. So what to expect? Hailing from Veneto, Italy. Cabit is crisp and refreshing. This extremely popular brand offers light apple and citrus flavors that make th- makes this perfect for relaxing after a long day or pairing with a lighter fare.
0: So, my Cabot I got from wine.com. And I think it cost like $8.99. Yeah, it was $8.99 from wine.com. You know, but no, we did not use Cabot for Pinot Noir. We used La Crema. How could you forget? Oh
1: my God. Yeah.
0: La Crema versus Mandavi was Pinot Noir.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Oh god, I need another bottle of that. Oh god, that was good.
0: That was good. Oh. And we definitely did not use it for cab salve. So, yeah, this is our first time having cavat, and this is my first time having Cabot Full stop. Mm. But screw top. Oh, I'm so weak. I should open this already.
1: Oh I, God. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a lot for me to open up too. I
0: thought it was just I was Jesus. Eating. They must have a parental advisory. I don't know. Oh, my vintage is a 2020.
1: Mm-hmm. We bought the same vintage again.
0: Yay. I uh, think with the white wines, we're going to end up having the same vintage a lot. Good. All right. We're getting that nice, healthy pea. Straw color.
1: Yeah. You know what I say? A good, a good white wine always looks the color of healthy piss.
0: Yep. And that means if your pee does not look like, like white this? wine, you need to drink more water.
1: Yes, please.
0: Unless it's lighter than this, then. Hey, go ahead, girl. You are hydrated. But, but let's go. Six S's. Can we trust Alex to go get through all six of them? The five of them, sorry. I
1: I actually already started the last (laughs) one. It It didn't have no scent for me.
0: So, no
1: legs. (sighs) It smells,
0: sorry to say, it just smells like Pinot Grigio.
1: Yeah, like it don't have no smell to me. There's
0: like nothing distinctly standing out to me. Mm-hmm. If I put my nose like all the way down in it like I'm getting like a citrusy smell like that smell of when you just slice an orange
1: If I have to do all of that I can't smell it.
0: Yeah so it's not a very fragrant wine
1: It's not too tart It's not tart at all
0: This isn't doing anything for me yeah. Maybe because I brush my teeth. Like, "Ah,
1: no, it's not doing anything for me either. But like, it's the flavor profile only sits on the middle of my tongue and nothing else. Like, there's nothing at the back, there's nothing on the sides, nothing. Yeah, like
0: this just goes down, no standout. I would say this is a good, like, all day drinker type of wine Mm -hmm. because breakfast, lunch, dinner, it's Mm -hmm. not going to cause you any problems. I mean, other than getting drunk. But I don't Uh, see this clashing with much things.
1: Because it tastes like water.
0: It truly does.
1: Actually, you know it it tastes tastes like... like? if
0: you It really tastes like if you poured water in your wine glass after you had a glass of Pinot Grigio.
1: Yes. Because I was just about to say, it tastes like when you add... For those who don't know how Pinot Grigio is supposed to... It tastes like when you add water to apple juice. When you water down your apple juice. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like nothing. (laughs) Like, there's something there, but nothing. It's for children.
0: Or not wine drinkers. Mm
1: -hmm. Which is crazy. Because I tend
0: to like to have dinners where I cook everything and I pair everything. And I'll always have some... Subsection of humans, Leonardo, talking about how they don't drink wine and if anything else can be there to drink. So this is the wine that I would have for the Leonardo's. Okay. Okay. I didn't
1: think about because, the leonardos
0: Yeah. Because you always gonna have that person who's like, Oh, I don't really drink wine, blah blah blah. So you gotta have a wine there that's like
1: it has no real wine flavor,
0: right? Like it's just in the middle, like it's wine enough to be wine but a non-wine drinker will poss- possibly drink it and be like, oh my God, I love this. Okay. Would I you- purchase again?
1: No, not me at least. I wouldn't no. keep it in my um, thingy, though.
0: On the bottle, it's saying that you're supposed to get flavors of citrus and apple and pear. I'm not getting that. Um,
1: Yeah, definitely the apple. Like I say, it tastes like watered down apple juice with no sugar. It's supposed
0: to have a floral aroma.
1: Not getting that.
0: No. So.
1: They just lying.
0: Thank you, Caveat. It's been fun. See you next time. I mean, if I saw, if I didn't recognize anything else on a restaurant's menu and I saw the Caveat, I would probably get it just because the devil, you know, and I know it's not going to clash with any of my food.
1: No, I would but just get the mixed drinks. I would just get a cocktail.
0: Sometimes I just don't want a cocktail because the cocktail, Chris, and the wine, Chris, they so <laughs> this may not be a cocktailing occasion. mm if I go cocktail, I go in front 75. And once I go front 75, there's no coming off of that flight.
1: I am <laughs> I have to try this French 75. Trust me,
0: you're going to.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it pairs well with watermelon Skittles. Oh my God. Oh, you didn't see my tweet where I've been on the journey to do strain and wine pairings?
1: Oh. No, I didn't see that tweet, actually. So Yeah,
0: because all the information I could find was very generic. Like, oh, use an indica with these wines. Use sativa with these wines. But it's like, when we get in the nitty gritty.
1: What is it? What is it? Right. Okay, so.
0: It's my turn.
1: We can actually chug this one.
0: Yes, you can chug this one. I'm not chugging it, but you can But So, that means our next lady of the night is going to be Santa Margarita. So, I got mine from Wines.com, which is where I got all my wines from this month. The cost is $15.99 on Wines.com. Remember, they're going to be a little bit higher because of shipping and handling or whatever. So, I'd say knock off $2, and that's how much you could expect to pay at, like, Total Wine or ABC or your local whomever. My Vintage is a 2020. This is a product of Italy. It's hailing from Alto Diage, Italy. This dry white wine has a straw yellow color. It's clean and tense aroma and bone dry taste with the appeal flavor of golden delicious apple. Makes Santa Margherita Pinot Grigio's a wine of great personality and versatility. OBT Dubs. I have a split. I don't have a full bottle. So a split cost me $15.99. I love splits because they're perfect for single drinkers. Because down in two bottles of wine every day. Well, every episode is getting a bit much. I wish more brands. Offered uh, splits.
1: Now it's getting a bit much. <laughs> I just have to take no because my-
0: drinking one bottle by myself, you always have friends, people there to help you finish the bottle. Okay, that's drinking true. one bottle by myself, fine. That's just a Friday night, but two bottles because you only have a certain amount of time before the wines go sour. So I'm that's like,
1: true okay, <sighs> you catch me there. You catch me there. I don't never have to drink a whole two bottles by myself, right. So, I love the
0: splits, but this is the only one I could find in a split. And for those in the listening world, a split is half a bottle. A normal wine bottle is 750 ml. There's going to be a 375. So, basically, like a pint of wine.
1: So, for my Santa Margarita, it cost me $28 from 700 Wines and Spirits, and the vintage Mm -hmm. is also 2020.
0: And you have a full bottle.
1: Yeah, definitely a full bottle. I wish I could show you guys, but I can't.
0: So I would say, by that rationale, the Santa Margarita is probably more expensive in the US than it is in the Bahamas. Oh, wow. If, yeah,
1: because if, yeah, if you have one point. Because if my
0: split, right, if my half a bottle cost me $16, and I think on the website the full bottle was like $35. Okay. But I think that's because the distributor in the Bahamas, they get it shipped directly from Italy from to Italy, the Bahamas. Is... That
1: makes sense. LTP. The color is
0: beautiful, guys. And it has, like, some bubbles. There were no bubbles in the cavet. Were bubbles in your cavit? Um, no. Just, no. No. Not enough. But bubbles are in this. Yes. I have like a nice family of bubbles. It looks like a plague of jellyfish. Is it a plague of jellyfish? Horde of jellyfish?
1: You want me to Google I mean, it? Chias. It's not
0: that important.
1: You know what this reminds me of? God. This reminds me of this memory I had well one night I went out to a hotel with a certain man and we were sitting at the bar and we were I had a Pinot Grigio my first Pinot Grigio actually because I was only in my early 20s
0: You had your first Pinot Grigio in your early 20s?
1: Yeah, I wasn't really a wine drinker
0: I think I had my first glass of wine at 12
1: No, we weren't we aren't drink wine drinkers um, and mostly in school we drank bears and rum
0: no my uncle was teaching me how to make homemade spaghetti no he caught me making homemade spaghetti i was going to make use tomato sauce out the jar and he was like what are you doing so then he taught me to like make my own red sauce from scratch and then it was time to add the wine he's like you have to taste your wine if it's not a wine that you would drink don't put it in your food and i was like okay And then, like, afterwards, like, when I went home, I was like, uncle let me drink wine. (laughs) (laughs) And mommy's like, what?
1: (laughs) But, okay. Um, Yeah, that's what this reminds me. This is bringing back so many good memories.
0: For me, it smells like a dirty kitchen.
1: Jesus Christ. No, like you saw I smelled it and I
0: went and smelled the bottle because I was like, is my glass not like, you know, like if you wash, like you wipe a glass with like a damp cloth, cloth, like that damp cloth smell. Yeah, I thought that's what was going on. And then I smelled it from the bottle and I was like, oh no, I'm still getting that same smell. So it smells like a...
1: Pinot Grigio just smells like that to me, to be fair.
0: Yeah. So it smells like a damp dishcloth.
1: See, better than cat piss.
0: Yeah, but do I want to? If I smell that, do I want to then put this in my mouth? Like,
1: bro, we literally was drinking cat piss last week.
0: That was some good cat piss, though. So
1: <laughs> drink the dishwater-scented thing. Oh, this is
0: nice. This is some good dishwater.
1: It is. I actually do. It's like, like it.
0: the Queen's dishwater or something. <laughs> Okay, so I'm getting the citrusy flavors. I'm getting apple, but more like apple cider apple. Not apple juice, apple.
1: I am not getting nothing apple. Definitely citrus, definitely like grapefruit and lemon.
0: Definitely getting the grapefruit and the lemon.
1: Oh, that's setting off all your sinus.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Pinot Grigio always says that to me. That's
1: all that I'm looking mean.
0: to see where each one was done to compare to our little, like what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So the Santa Margarita does say Alto Diage or whatever the hell. And that's what it said. It said for lean, dry Pinot Grigio, look for wine regions for cooler time mids. Italy, the label should say Pinot Grigio. Including Alto, Digio, Trento, or Futilli, Venza, whatever the hell. So, this, the, the Santa Margarita definitely falls under that because it has Alto, Diege right under the vintage on the front label of the bottle. However, the caveat says Valdige. Bald- and I don't know who that is. Because it's supposed to be Alto. But this says mm. Valda. D.
1: No, the caveat. Say, and I. Say what? The caveat. I, hold on. Yeah, oh. Venito. It's supposed to be from Venito. Bro, something's going on here. What do you mean it's supposed to be
0: from Venito?
1: That's what it said hailing from Venito.
0: Right, that's where it was made. But this is referring to where the grapes came from.
1: Damn. Right. They fucking up.
0: Right, so this one, the grapes came from Alto Adige or whatever. But this was made in, like, for Stala de So they got their grapes from Alto Adige and made their wine. These guys made their wine in Veneto, but their grapes came from Val de Dij, and I don't know Val de maybe, Alto.
1: Maybe, maybe one day we have to visit Italy.
0: Yeah, it's good to note because in the recommendations, this Val nigga never came up. So that's probably why the caveat tastes extremely different from
1: the Santa, the Santa Margarita,
0: Margarita, even though they're both from
1: Italy. Italy. It. So you ready for the spicy question, or are you going to do some more research?
0: Oh, this I mean, bothering me. <laughs> like so. I
1: know it's bothering her.
0: Okay, so Valdez is in the Benito region, and it has, like, mid-temperatures.
1: That might be why the Pinot grigio. So
0: this really doesn't fall into any of the three categories because it's not in the warmer or cooler. It's just mid.
1: So they make it right. this basic ass yeah. wine.
0: But, oh, that's what mid means? When y'all guys be saying it on Twitter? Because I never get it. I never interact mid. with those Basic. Where I don't understand the lingo.
1: That's actually TikTok too.
0: I've seen it on TikTok and I also don't interact with that. And then when people say, people say
1: everything canon. is
0: mid. And then when people say canon, I'm like, oh. Mid.
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved, yeah. Did I you
0: jump it. in? Because smash? Pass? Or-
1: oh, we already know what it make me, like, of course they're going to be the most expensive one. A Santa Margarita. I'm.
0: I'm smashing on Lady Margarita as well.
1: Yeah,
0: so. Caveat, I don't even know if I can cook with this. Right. Like, I, don't, I, ooh, I could make sangria with the.
1: Caveat, wine. okay. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a, a, a white sauce that requires wine. I would use it for cooking. I ain't
0: even doing that. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, I get like some woody after effects. Oh, that's because I just, ah. Mm. Look at you mixing oh yeah that brought out some flavors
1: i know all of our (laughs) listeners are very confused but i am quiet because i'm watching chris take a sip (laughs) uh, a sip of her wine and a puff of her hookah what is that
0: no this is a thc pen
1: THC pen. So you'd have to come over to our, if you're on, if you're listening on Spotify, you'd have to come, or SoundCloud, you'd have to come over to our YouTube and watch it. See the
0: (laughs) real time reactions because Alex is just like,
1: what? Uh, Okay. So spicy topic or question. I don't think it's that spicy this day.
0: Um, Because we need to cool down because next week is going to get Read it, so we need to calm down
1: <laughs> have you ever mm. it's a two-part mm. same same topic so have mm. you ever been cheated on or have ah. you ever what are the circumstances that you would have to cheat
0: mm. so have i ever been cheated on Yes. I think, like, my first semi-serious relationship, I was cheated on. And then um, my longest relationship, I was also cheated on. (sighs) Have I ever cheated? No. What would make me cheat? I don't know, because... Normally I'm like if I start losing interest and start having interest in someone else, I exit stage five Okay. Because I advocate honesty in my relationships. And so therefore I feel like that's like the highest level of disrespect. Like you lying to somebody who's been this open and intimate with you. And I feel like with cheating, you exposing you exposing not only yourself, but your partner to physical and emotional wounds that just could be avoided. So why am I going to do that? Just make break the Or even just tell them what's what and they'd be like, okay, go do what you need to do. Let me know after.
1: So you don't consider cheating if, they, if you tell them what's what and they go and do it?
0: No, because I don't believe in you guys' version of conventional monogamy.: Oh my
1: God, so you are the worst person I could possibly ask about this cheating question.: No,
0: because cheating is real in all aspects, but it's based on your definition and your standards within your relationship. For one of my friends, for her, cheating was any form of any form of energy being placed into another human. So for her, her nigga talking a little bit too long and too intimately with another female, that's cheating.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: For others, literally lying about what transpired is cheating. And then for most, having any sort of sexual encounter with a human outside of your main partner, y'all is considered cheating.
1: Well, now if you've segregated them, for me. I don't think I've ever been cheated on, but that's because I haven't been in a relationship in like eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I haven't been in a relationship in like eight years. So I've never been cheated on. Um, and as for cheating, I've never cheated. Well. Oh,
0: my last ex cheated. Not only. And that was because and I mentioned that because that was. A somewhat poly relationship, and he cheated because cheating does exist in non-monogamous. Come, please
1: tell us about this. How he cheated in a non-monogamous relationship?
0: Because niggas is like,
1: for no reason. reason. It was a
0: no, 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 no. Pause. Let me speak, and then you comment. Okay. So we have rules. You don't do nothing without me being aware or being present. Same applies for me, same applies for him, right? So when other people can come to me and say that they saw you engaging in XYZ activities and they saw you with these people and then I question you about it and you're like, no, everybody lying. Okay, everybody's lying Fine. Security camera footage does not lie. What the hell are you doing?
1: How'd you get the security camera footage?
0: I'm a very determined person.
1: I can tell, but how?
0: Big okay, so this human had two places of residence and NASA small. So I already know you're not going to take them to the place where I'm always at, where I could walk in and out freely. You're going to take them to the other place that requires a security code and buttons and all this kind of crap. Most of those places have hired staff, hired security and cameras. I am not that ugly. Cut up the security guard for a little bit. Be like, oh, come with some dumb excuse. I think I lost something. Someone might have picked it up. Can you show me? Footage this day, this time. Stop when the, this car comes.
1: Bro, you are, I just, wow. I make friends with everybody. So I have never
0: been invested in that money. My building staff, my building staff, I'm going to make friends. Your building staff, I'm going to make friends. <gasps> Alex, I'm going to make friends with people that live at your house. Just so, if shit happens, I don't have no problems getting what I need to get or get in. Let's say, like, you having an overdose. I'm friends with your security. They can let me in the apartment.
1: I have never been that invested in a man in my entire life. And
0: I was not that invested. I wasn't that invested in the man, but some of the accusations and things that were said put my health at risk. So I needed to know for sure, one hundred percent, if it was left or right.
1: But mm-hmm. reminds because that me- was the
0: difference between. Just saying F off and going away and setting your house on fire.
1: Because which, which reminds me, we should also say that while we do our spicy questions and we talk about sex and stuff, please go and get tested. Yes. Yes. But and test, test for everything. Yeah. Blood work testing at the government clinic is about $10 mm-hmm. and in your annual, it it's in your annual for free.
0: And if you follow any of those um, charity organizations like Rotary, Kiwanis, all of them, at least once a year, somebody is going to run some free HIV testing if you can't afford the $10. But go find out, know your status. And like, it ain't just AIDS, like test for every Every single thing, every single thing, because men... Y'all don't know this, but y'all are very much capable of passing on HPV to females.
1: Which reminds- it doesn't do
0: anything to y'all, and as a female, you thinking you ain't really having no reactions, but then a year later, you have cervical cancer.
1: Chris, and you're like, hmm. I am so glad you brought up HPV. Did you see my Instagram post? I follow you on Instagram. Mm-hmm, bitch. <laughs> No, I didn't see
0: it. I've been on Instagram in a couple so, of days. No,
1: it wasn't a post. It was an Instagram. Sorry. Um, So I ran across this tweet by Tap. And she was like... "She Oh, yes.
0: I saw Tap's tweet. And I saw Tap's... um TikTok. TikTok.
1: About yeah, HPV my vaccine. And I was like, wow, I thought the HPV vaccine and the hepatitis, I think A or B, hepatitis B. vaccine is common for people you have to get those vaccines Mm -mm.
0: hep b you do get them like as a kid so like how i have kids i know that like they get it at when they're born at six months and then at two years old and then again at five and then again at like 12 yeah but after you're 12 you still need to get like a re-up like i was re-upped because i had to i moved to china so i had to get all them shits again because they oh. expire after a certain amount of time. Okay, so but I had, how do you- M- I had to get I M- had to get mmr again, rubella, hep B, and something else again. And then most recently, I was told that I needed to get the HPV vaccine. And then also, if you go to get the vaccine, they're going to test you to see if you have a HPV already. And it needs to be cleared up for you to receive the vaccine. In case which you is
1: which is great. So I feel as though more people should know what well, women specifically should know the dangers of HPV.
0: Yeah, because I actually had um some cancer cells due to HPV. Mm-hmm. They had to do um the the biofreeze treatment, whereas they basically freeze the inside of your vagina so that all of the cells die and shed. And it is the worst and the longest period of your life.
1: But it's afterwards. still good. That's actually still really good. Um, I know for sure my mom, when she And then after that, you still need
0: to get the vaccine.
1: When she discovered she had cervical cancer, she wanted us to get the HPV vaccine. So there was that.
0: Yeah, I found out- when I was having Carrie, like, when I went for my checkup when I was having her, and they was like, oh, send you early. We can still do your annual pop smear, and they did it, and then like, mean, when the results came, they was like, oh, we're gonna need you to come into the office, and I'm like, Bro, the one time <laughs> I had, I like, all of the times y'all would tell me on the phone like, oh, you good. See yeah. you later. Click. The minute you say we need you to come into the office, like, Something am I wrong. dying?
1: Something wrong. <laughs> Isn't well. because usually pap smears go they go in they look around do their thing my doctor she randomly say oh you just have a yeast infection i'm like but i don't feel the symptoms oh it's way far back so you wouldn't feel anything but you have it that's it that's the worst you'll then
0: but- they would be like oh we're gonna need you to come into the office when i tell you i was in that office shaking and crying because i'm like I'm dying, and my baby gonna die, and I
1: get it, I get it.
0: And then they came in and they said it, and I was like, and they are like, you have to do a biopsy to see what stage you're at, and I'm like, and like, uh, what about the baby? And they were like, Oh, well, depending on what stage it's at, then we'll discuss that. and I was like,
1: Discuss that,
0: Let's discuss man. what are you talking about?
1: like that sounds sad.
0: Yep, luckily, everything worked out fine. I had the biopsy. We found that it was like at the very early stages. I was able to just get the freeze therapy thing. And that was good. But I couldn't do the freeze therapy till after I gave.
1: Wait, was this in China or? No, home in the Bahamas. Oh, that's good.
0: Yep. Shout out to Dr. McKay. I
1: did not know. I mean, yeah,
0: child, and I was going through it. I was, I was stressed. So then after I had Carrie and moved back home, like I came over here to have Carrie, moved back home. Then I moved back home is when I did the treatment. That was also when I first started working at CBL. And like by the time it was after I had Carrie, like it had gone up a stage. And so I was like, oh my God.
1: Think with this. I'm
0: gonna die. Like <laughs> I remember one day I came back from my checkup. And I was just sitting in the office crying, and my coworker was like, um, I think you should go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I was like, what? I, was like, I wasn't even doing anything. And was like, You oh. were crying. No, to the doctor. There oh. was like my like because like pregnancy and stuff basically feed cancer cells. And I was like,
1: I wasn't trying to feed it. Wait, hold on. Pregnancy is feed. I thought she could sweet.
0: Of- be- when you're pregnant, you're eating more, therefore, you're eating more sugar, more calories, and then okay. also all of your hormones are increased. So, more estrogen, more of these things, and all of that is just, and it was cervical. So, all of it is just like, oh,
1: hey, yes. <laughs> we love it here.
0: Right. So it's
1: there's
0: like, some mm. more. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, guys. So important. Get your tested. Make sure you're healthy and all that jazz.
1: And also, just to note to anyone that has any higher stage of cancer, do not let the public hospital tell you that you're going you're gonna to die from this cancer. Cervical cancer is one of the Always curable get a cancers. Opinion. Cervical cancer is one of the curable cancers. This is coming from a survivor's daughter. My mother had stage four cervical cancer. Her ovary, her left ovary ruptured inside of her. That's how she found out she had cancer. It was too far gone. Have you ever seen those lungs? They show you after smoking for years. It was black and tarry. Look at them oh my god anyway those black and tarry lungs that they show you that's how her over that's how her uterus looked when they had her hysterectomy swollen and black that can't I mean, listen can't say no joke <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: no, that's crazy babe because <laughs> then i also realized like the minute someone tells you that you can't or shouldn't have children <laughs> so i fucking one, but oh! like there's like this because I was like, Oh, <clears throat> I have no more kids after carriage. And he's like, oh, you probably won't be able to anyway. And I was like, What you mean that what won't that
1: be- I won't be to? want a million kids. <laughs> what you mean I won't be able to? So like, I was like, Okay, that reminds me of story for another day. I went to the clinic, got I was going for birth control. You know, before you get the birth control, they make you do a pregnancy test.
0: Yeah, that's how I found out I was pregnant with
1: and That's this exactly. Work. And I was like, and you should see this woman telling me congratulations. Congratulations. I came here to avoid <laughs> this. <laughs> what? No, I remember
0: my annual, and they were like, Oh, um, what did she say? She said something. Oh, she's like, your blood pressure, all your vitals are good. Um, have you already started taking prenatal vitamins and everything? And I'm like...
1: Why would I do that?
0: Why would I be taking <laughs> prenatal <laughs> like, like, I really had to sit up. You know, I they
1: have you laying on the thing.
0: I had to sit up like, excuse me, mom. What are you referring to?
1: And they always telling you congratulations. Like, it's a good thing.
0: Or like, everyone's just aware. Um, she was like, oh when was your last period and i told her and then she was like well you shouldn't know and i was like i don't have a period every month miss if you looked at my file you would know that
1: bruh it ruffled here it's hard you know what's even scarier
0: could be avoidable if you men will get the treatments that you need to get or you would clean your penis
1: You know what? We definitely also have to talk eventually about how men give women um, yeast infections. Let's
0: talk about that when you're here. And we also (laughs) have a male present. And so we could see the Um, reactions. Because um, mm -hmm. most
1: yeast infections. Sure, did you know? mm -hmm. But I'm going to let Chris do the ending because she has a special announcement to make. Me? Yeah, but you I give away. a spicy question. I That was a spicy. Cheating. Cheating was a spicy question. And I'll what was you. the second part?
0: But you never answered. Yes,
1: I did. Oh, I, yeah. You I, said you I, never
0: I, got cheated
1: on. I, I okay, cheated. I'm drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this episode just feels really short today. Like, I don't know.
1: That's because the white wine is like, hitting There's
0: no way that we're finished.
1: But we've been um, in this for like 50 minutes now. So, yeah, I just saw it and I'm like, oh,
0: damn. Mm-hmm. We talked way too much. Um, but I have a special announcement. Anyways, thank you guys for listening yet again. This was the Perfect Bear Podcast. And today we did speak about Pina Grigio. Um, and like we've been telling y'all, if you have recommendations for things that you want us to do, please let us know because me and Alex are going to be in the same area code on next week's episode. We also gonna have some special guests. And we also gonna give y'all some little vlog content because too much could be going on to not record this so you're going to get a lot of extras in the upcoming weeks and the next two or three episodes are going to be Liddy because we're going to be in the same
1: district of columbia thank you guys this was the perfect pair podcast have a great one Bye.